Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back to another week, you guys. This was a quick week. It was. We feel very official right now because we're wearing headphones. This is the first time we've ever worn headphones. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it because I can totally hear myself. I know. I'm like, wait, do I sound this weird? Hopefully I don't. It also feels weird. Like normally we record across from each other and we're like sitting, (laughs) we're sitting so far away from each other because we are starting to record the episodes. A lot of people have asked us if we will put the recordings on YouTube. And I feel like we are going to do that soon. We are. We're going to we're going to try to do that soon, but right now we're at least doing like fun clips from the episodes and hopefully you guys have seen them. We posted both of our fun like the funny ones on the codependent podcast page and TikTok. And TikTok. So, hopefully you liked those. Hopefully, cuz <laughs> it was a lot of work. It's so much work. Once we have like the final setup, yes. I think it'll be like good. No, I totally agree. It took us like probably 30 minutes to set up tonight yeah and normally it takes us like 10 seconds to sit down and start a podcast we literally start the mic and go but I'm glad that we are doing it this way we're getting used to it you guys I promise it's taking a minute but we're definitely getting more official and I guess there's something we need to announce we haven't even announced it yet on a podcast I know it's because we've been crazy we had Bailey on and then that last week in between having like Kendall and or having like our sisters and Bailey on was kind of like a weird week and I feel like we are like in transition yeah just transitioning over to it so we can now announce with you guys we have signed with a podcast agency that we're literally so excited about we signed with iHeartRadio and Cloud 10 we are literally ecstatic we literally I haven't said that word in a long time and I love it I love it because you guys I feel like we have talked very openly on the podcast about how it was our goal to hopefully be signed by somebody because that's yeah. like when you can start doing ad spots on the podcast, which is like really exciting for us because you guys know we, we've been doing this since February, March, yeah. one of the two. I think our first, we did a Valentine's episode. So it was okay. like beginning of February. I think that was like our third episode. So yeah. So we've been doing this for like five months now. May, June, July, August, six months. Six in months. August. Wow. And we've done it. We've been out of pocket. Podcast materials are not not cheap. Not cheap, which is totally fine because we've been through three rounds of podcast gear because we've been trying to find the right stuff that worked best for us, that worked best for you guys. Um, and so now we have it and we are just so excited to be signed yeah. by somebody. And I remember getting kind of a rude DM that was like, I'm just confused because you said you'd do this no matter what, which is definitely true. Oh, absolutely and true. We would do this no matter what, but it is nice to finally at least compensate what we've paid for, for all of our equipment, which... Literally, when we say it's not cheap, like thousands of thousands of dollars. So very much not cheap. Very much. Very much so. But it's so worth it. And we would do it. And we love it. And we like we said, we do it no matter what. But it is nice to feel like also all of our hard work and all of the downloads and like everything that we put into this is like paying off for us. It definitely feels more official to have somebody like on our last week episode when we had our sisters on, we switched that from a Monday episode to a Wednesday episode. And like, we had to like me, ask them. We had to ask them, which like normally it's like me and Jamie are like, oh, you good? We good? Okay, good. We're good. But we're like, gonna do it this day. We had to like ask, like not permission, but almost because. We wanted to just like double check since it's not, like it's our podcast. It will always be our podcast. Yes. Like they don't tell us what to say. They don't, they're so chill. They're oh my gosh. literally amazing. 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 But we do have to just like run it by them. It's fun. It's kind of fun. It makes it more official. It makes it more legit. We're going to have some ad spots on now, which I know is like not super fun for you guys, but just know that it will not change. Me and Jamie are still ourselves, but it is a lot of help to us and 
it's just like a really big step forward in the podcast. And we're also very excited because some of our ads that we're doing are companies that you guys have seen us work with on Instagram multiple times. So it's not just like something random. You've seen it. You've heard it from us. We're being very, very picky about yes, the ads we take. Yes, it's stuff that we like literally truly love. And I know that influencers say that like, I would never take an ad that I don't love. <laughs> Which is like, okay, we it's, all just say that. But like... It's so cliche. But like... But the podcast is our baby. Oh, it's... So hopefully you guys know it's not just like... Literally. I mean, baby. Instagram's important too. But the podcast yeah. is... Yeah. Eh. The podcast is like our baby. So we want to take the ads that we genuinely think you guys will love as well. But also it was so cool on our Facebook page last week when we did our air up ad that somebody would like post on our Facebook page and was like, our girls have ads, you guys. I literally teared up. So like, cute. Literally so cute. It was so nice because I know that ads like aren't the funnest thing for you guys, but also like it is so awesome to see how supportive our listeners are. Yeah. And so. just know we love you and we appreciate you. Yes. And you'll see in Keep our commenting on the Facebook page because yes. I literally love to see the comments every day. Yeah, me like too. somebody posted that their dog had puppies, and I was like, okay, this is what I love this page for. Literally the best, the cutest puppies. So I just love it. I love it. And you'll see on our new logo, we posted it on our Facebook group page. But if you see it just like on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, it will have like the iHeartRadio symbol at the bottom of it, and it was like. So cool. To I see. felt so cool. Like we're so <laughs> legit. We have like the iHeartRadio and Cloud 10 symbol down below. So very exciting. And we love you guys. And we're so excited to be here and to be talking with you today. So yeah. weekly recap. We went to LA. We went to LA. We kind of touched on it like a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, um, we didn't want to like bore our sisters with our whole re- weekly <laughs> recap because they didn't really care that much, which was fine. And we kind of wanted to jump in the episode since we did have a lot to talk about with them. Yes. So. So weekly recap, we went to LA, which was really fun. Um, we ended up meeting with one of our friends there, which was even more fun. That was like such a fun like work weekend mixed in with like a girls weekend, which yeah. was obviously like ideal because we killed two birds with one stone. Duh. <laughs> um, we did a lot of shopping. We did a day at the beach, which if you're a mom, you know, a day at the beach without your kids is like an actual day at the beach. And we both got so sunburned. Oh my gosh. We didn't gosh. have sunscreen. So freaking summer. <laughs> I know. And I think that another thing too is that I wanted to bring up that I literally hate LA. I literally Sorry literally if that's an unpopular opinion. I don't think it is, but people are so rude. Everybody. Hey, yeah. It's like Orange County, Newport, Costa Mesa. Love. Love. Love, love, love. I could literally live there. I would move there. It's so fun. It's so cute, but I hate LA. Traffic's horrible. It's like very run down and it's so sad too. Like there's so many homeless people, mm-hmm. so many tent camps, like very, very sad, but people just aren't friendly. They're just not nice. Like no. nobody's nice. Nobody's nice to you. <laughs> nobody's nice. And it's like, I like go in with it, like try to be so nice to people. And they're just like, no, no, like, we're not no. having it. Not having it. Don't Nobody look cares. at me. Don't talk Don't look to at me. me. Don't talk to me. You're an inconvenience. Like yeah. I'm like, wow, you hate your life. No, you truly like, hate your life. Every time I go to LA, I'm like, I am so grateful we don't live here. Me too. But I love like California. I love visiting. Like I love visiting California. I could probably never visit LA. <laughs> like for fun. Yeah, like, for funsies. fun. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with that. But we went to Newport, Costa Mesa. Yeah, that was really fun. That's so That cute. was beautiful. We have fixed our problems, which is very exciting because yes. that was a huge catastrophe. We had a huge issue with them. They lost our shipment to LA. LA they didn't sucks. even lose it. They just, the, the working, the guy that was working, he either A, I'm going to try to give him the benefit of, benefit of the doubt, but he probably couldn't lift the box because it was very heavy. Two of the boxes. They were 46 pounds. So like, like they're heavy. They're heavy. Yeah. 
And like you're supposed to leave a note on the door that says like oversized package. You have to go to the post office to pick it up. Well, he didn't do that. So instead of just like leaving the note and saying, hey, I can't bring these to your door. He just drove on and then dropped them back off at the post office. Maybe he left a note and it flew away. Yeah, He left it in the wrong spot. Like there could be like a bunch of different options, but... End of the day, we didn't know our, our packages Yeah, were. they were gone. They so. were gone. Luckily, a very nice guy helped Kenzie for two hours at the post office. I literally was like crying at the post office because I had Pierce and he was running amok. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> but he was so nice and he helped me, told me to have the lady that was working on our stuff to go to the post office and she went and found them at the post office. Like we didn't even know what post office they were at. Yeah. She like went to a random post office and found them. So yep. thank goodness. Praise the heavens because that would have been... That was like half of our inventory. Yeah. So we would have been screw- literally screwed. Literally screwed. Like yeah. out so much time, energy, money, everything. So very happy about that. But yes. It's very anxiety. I know. Inducing. So we're very happy about that. Yeah. What else happened this week? Anything else exciting? I started therapy this week. Oh my gosh. Don't know if it's exciting. I wish but... that we had like an applause button. I could like push the applause. <laughs> Can you hear this, guys? <laughs> I'm dying. How um, was therapy, Jamie? Well, it was great. I I love the therapist more than I've ever loved any therapist I've ever seen. But I was super anxious like leading up to it. That whole day, my stomach hurt so bad. That night even you like That night before I couldn't sleep. I just, I don't know, like going into meeting someone and knowing you're about to just like tell them the hardest parts of your life is just like daunting. Well, and also like for somebody like you, that's not a big talker. Yeah. And I don't talk about it. I don't, I don't like cry ever about it. And so it's hard to just be like, I'm about to be my most vulnerable self to somebody that I'm meeting for the first time. And like your first appointment is your most vulnerable appointment. Like, yes, you deep dive into stuff later, but like they already know the gist of it. And so you're deep diving, you're telling them more details. But I don't know. It was very hard. It was really hard to like that whole day. But going into it, after like the first 10 minutes, I was fine. Like my stomach was fine. I felt okay. And like as I started talking, obviously like that part is hard, but she's just seriously incredible. I love her so much. I'm so glad that Actually, Bailey recommended her to me. So Bailey, the one we have on the podcast, and she recommended her, and I'm so thankful she did because she's just so good. I'm so, good. so excited. So yeah. do you feel like your nerves were like at ease when you went into it, like after you were like talking? Yeah, and that's the thing I love so much about her. She she really like created a vision, and she really wanted it to be like very visual where she's like, this room is like your container. Like you're getting all of this stuff out and you're like leaving it here because we're not just going to forget about it. Like we have to come back and visit these things, but like you don't have to take them out of this room. They're just like, put them in this room, come back to the container when you need to, when, when we have our appointments. And then she wanted me to like envision my safe place. Like what is my safe place? And before I leave, I have to like go back to my safe place so that I'm leaving never with like something unfinished, never with a problem not resolved. It's like I'm in my safe place. The room, like her office is my container of all my like things that I'm working through. And then she wants me to like, when you leave the office, like visually look back at the office, shut the door and And leave it there. Yeah. Which is so powerful. It seems like kind of dumb to talk about, but it's really super powerful. No, I love that. To just like leave it and be like, okay, I'm now like, I'm envisioning my safe place. This isn't like necessary. It's a safe place to talk, but it's not like the room isn't your safe place, you know? Yes. So it's like bye to everything I've said there. And like now I can go on. Which is amazing too. I mean, I remember you telling me like when you worked in social work, like in your last semester and you would like take that home with you. Like oh, it's the things so that hard. other people are going through, you take it home with you and you were like, I want to save 
everybody. Like it's almost like the same idea oh of gosh. like yeah. not taking it home and letting it affect your everyday life, but yep. just leaving it where it is. Oh, so yeah. you can like come back to it. I can come back to it when it's like appropriate. I love and that. And that is like probably my biggest flaw is like I really do feel like I want to save people, but I also like don't take time to save myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, these problems are like bigger than mine are. Yes. Which, yeah, some people's are bigger, but doesn't mean that your problem or your um, like anything that you're working through isn't big. I, we talked about this because I was telling you, because um, I'm going to go see the same therapist. I'm so excited for you. I hope you love her I'm as like, much as I no, do. No, I'm literally so excited. She's incredible. But I, we were talking about this too because I'm like, I haven't been through nearly as many things in my life that like you've been through or even like Bailey's been through or other people that are seeking like therapy or things like that. Like I'm like, I feel inadequate to like need therapy, which is, which such, is so wrong. So, so wrong. So, I'm a psychology major and, and like, I know that every yeah. single human being can benefit from therapy. Literally, if you have nothing even going on bad in your life at the moment, like you I can th- always I've, use therapy. Yes. But I, I like even said that to you. I'm like, I feel like I didn't struggle with it as much as like you had and in I'm your like, childhood. No, like that's not what it is. It's never comparing what you've gone through to somebody else because no matter what to you, that was of, I mean, that was huge. Yeah. I like didn't go through what you went through. And so you can't, you can never say that somebody went through more than you did because it's just different. It's different things that you went through, and it's and they're equally as hard. And it's different times of your life too that yep. things get brought up. We've talked about this on the podcast too of like you feel like the doors closed and then it opens up later in your life. Yep. And so even if I'm fine five years ago and five yep. years from now in this moment I could be struggling. And she asked me a lot about that too. She was like, "When did like this become a problem for you?" Because I really went because I was having really bad nightmares and like that's kind of what struck me like I need I need help like I need somebody to help me because I'm not I can't sleep and it's affecting my life and I was like I honestly can't really tell you because I feel like my day-to-day I'm totally fine like I don't ever think about it I'm just good I'm I'm good to go on but then it's like it just kind of pops up and and it's okay to explore that you need somebody to help you with it exactly so Anyway, that was like huge and I'm so excited for you and we'll, we can give you guys like a full update too. I love that. When I go more and then when you start, and we want to She's do. out of town this whole week. Yes. So I start next week. And then I'm out of town next, next week. week. And so I'll be two weeks later. So if we don't talk about it next week, it's because neither of us had an appointment. But yes. maybe the following week, we'll give you guys a therapy update because yes. therapy is important. It is so and important. It is part of self-growth and self-care. Yes, especially which, as know, a mom advocates for to that. like even like as a mom to talk to somebody that's not your children. Oh my gosh, huge. And that's not your husband. Yes. Like to just sit with a therapist, a third party that just like you can talk through your day to day life with. That's like your life's not mundane. Like they'll tell you like your life is not mundane. You're allowed to be feeling the way that you're feeling. Yeah. Like, like your feelings are valid here. Yeah. I love therapy. Huge advocates for therapy. We're yes. here for that. We definitely are. We're in our therapy era. <laughs> in our therapy era. <laughs> okay, what was the next thing that happened this week? Because this is kind of like going into our topic today that we're really excited about. Yes. So we met with our event planner for the launch party, which we are literally so excited about. You guys. You guys. <laughs> Let's pause. You guys. <laughs> it is so good. It is going to be so good. I'm sad because I've gotten messages like, I really want to come. I can't I'm get a ticket. So and I'm sad. like, I'm so, so sad that we can't have like everybody there and it's not even that we wouldn't it's that the venue 
literally couldn't hold more Honestly, people. looking back, I wish we would have done a bigger venue. But also for our first event, I think it's, we played I it know, safe. But it's like our launch party. It is, but we didn't even know if we would sell out. Like we, we truly were like, we hope oh, that we can sell 20 tickets. You guys, we called each other the night before we put the tickets on sale and we were like, okay, we have... 40 members of like our friends and family that we can give free tickets to so if we can sell 20 tickets that's 60 people like showing 60 up feels like a lot in the room 60 like will like look, look like, like there's a lot of people <laughs> and we'll look like we're not an embarrassment again such bad imposter syndrome oh yeah so like bad. we have all of you guys listening to the podcast we have our combined like 300,000 followers plus tiktok plus friends and family like there should be no reason that we couldn't sell 100 tickets but in our heads, we're like, we're not good enough. We're not good enough. And nobody cares what we have to say. Yeah. Which is such a horrible mindset. And we're working on it. We are. That's where like confidence and confidence all that in. is trying to come in. Because Slowly. I truly feel like I have so many people in my corner. And I don't know I, why I doubt myself with that. I actually saw a post today. You probably saw it too. I didn't. Wait, wait till I say it. I didn't see it. <laughs> It was a story and it was from a girl and she posted, she's like, why do you like dim your light when somebody compliments you or like hundred percent when you, (laughs) I told you, I told you when you don't feel confident in something like, or sorry, you do feel very confident in it, but you like diminish what it is because you don't want other people to think you're confident because then you seem stuck up. Oh my gosh. I totally saw this. I'm like, that's so dumb, but it's so true. We all do that. Like Every time I get a compliment, I'm like, oh, thanks. But like, you're cuter. Like, you're smarter. Yes. You're better than me. Like, you're this and you're that. Because totally. I like want to deflect the compliment that I got. Completely. And I feel like it's okay to be like, thank you. Like, or I like, feel so confident in this. Yes. Or like somebody's like, your guys' podcast is killing it. And then in my head, I'm like, yeah, but there's better podcasts. Yeah, but there's better podcasts. And like, we're still trying to get to be a better podcast, which is like this whole thing of growth, which is kind of what we're talking about. We are talking about that today. So... Back to our event planner. I'm dying. We are the worst at <laughs> tangents. Tangent. So tangent bad. Queens. Tangent girlies. We really should call our podcast the tangent <laughs> girlies. Um, okay. Our event planner. She's amazing. The event's going to be amazing. If you're coming, you're in a Just wait. If you're not coming, I feel sorry for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're not coming, hopefully we're coming to a city near you. I'm dead. <laughs> Can we please make a commercial? <laughs> coming soon to a city near you. Okay. Come anyway. Come to the podcast. <laughs> Tangent girlies. Um, okay, so we met with her. She's amazing, but she. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, she's just amazing. We keep saying it. Get on with it. <laughs> anyway, she said something that struck a chord with me and Jamie. She was yes. like, I don't know how you guys are doing it all. Like, how are you doing the podcast, Adobe Lane? You're doing your own Instagrams. You're doing this. You're doing that. Like, you're doing TikToks. We- you have you have a husband. In, you both have husbands in grad school. You have two kids each. Like. When you really sit down to think about it, it's like I have zero minutes in my day. I actually wish – we always talk about we wish we had like 17 more hours. I have never felt something more than the fact that I wish there was more hours in the day. Like we run out of time. Like I'm exhausted by the end of the night. I couldn't do anything else. But also I wish I could do seven more hours of something. Like I, I need to have seven more hours. Yeah, absolutely. I try to put pacing down at like 6 o'clock at night so I could have like <laughs> four hours to myself before I go to bed. But she never goes to bed at 6 o'clock. So – it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> so I'm exhausted. No, but she made that comment and we kind of started talking. I think this is like a topic that's been on our mind for a while. Yep. My dad made a comment about about it that I'll get into a little bit later when it makes more sense to get into it. Um, <laughs> <dying>. <laughs> um, no, but 
basically this achievement culture is kind of what we wanted to touch on today of like, why do we feel the need to do it all? And is that... Why are we never content with just like what, where we're like at? Because that feels like you're stagnant. It feels like there's zero growth. Yeah. Do you feel like that has been something that's come into play in your later adulthood? Or do you feel like that has been something that was more apparent when you were like in high school? I feel like I felt, I mean, I guess like overall explaining, because some people are like, maybe like what's achievement culture? Let's start from the beginning. And I guess in our minds, what we're thinking of with that is the fact that no matter what, like, and we'll go through all the stages, but like pretty much from infancy all the way to adulthood, you're always being pushed that you have to achieve more. You have to do more. You have to like move on to the next mouse on the next step or else you're not achieving enough. Yeah. You're not doing enough. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not fast enough. Like you always have, I mean, even at the gym, we're like at the gym and they're like, don't stop or the person next to you is going to stop. Like the person next to you is watching you. You never want to slow down because then you're like, you're always competing with the person next to you. Like that's life. That's, that's seriously life. And at the gym too, it's like even the camera comes on you. Oh my gosh, they, I'm dying. That was yesterday and it was hilarious. They video it and you're like trying so hard. But like all of a sudden you get an adrenaline rush because you're like, I'm just going to like do this move the best I can as long as I can because the camera's right on me. Yesterday was a really, me and Jamie were on like a really, really hard move. and It was like a balance move. And we kicked our foot in We had to in kick it our foot While in holding it. a kettlebell. It was like so hard. So many steps. And she stayed on us. Over 45 seconds. Over. Over 45 seconds. Which is like a very long time to do one movement and like keep it perfect the whole time. And like your face has to be straight. You can't You don't want to like look like you're, you're like trying, trying too hard, to but you don't want it to look like it's too easy. <laughs> you have to be like, oh, I'm just like really, also, really good. Can we talk about the fact that they never posted that? Oh, it's probably because we looked horrible. I mean, yeah, but it's <laughs> I worked really hard for that. Like train insane. Where is that video? I, I refreshed and I watched every story from that day because I was like... I had How good have, did I look in this? That's I was like, I had to have looked so good. But the like pressure to achieve that and to like look your best was there. Oh, 100% there. I knew everybody was going to see it. Yes. Nobody saw it. <laughs> Not a single person saw it. Trin and saying, can you send me the video so I can post it on my stories? I need to know how I looked. I need to know that I did it. Literally, I felt like I looked really good though. I, I felt like it. At the very beginning, I was like, okay, hopefully they crop that part out. I like... I've lost my balance. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then I got it. So I was like, okay. And then I looked like great. Well, in my head, I looked great. Maybe they only watched the beginning and they were like, no, they uh, looked no. really bad. I mean, hopefully if that's all they saw and they were like, I don't want to embarrass Jamie then. Thank you. Trina that Zane. is fine. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Jane and Zane. Anyways, but we're talking like infancy. Like, okay. So infancy is a little different because it is more of a milestone. Like they have to be sitting. They have to be crawling. They have to be walking. Like those are milestones that you have to achieve like to as like an move, infant. Yeah, and to like grow and move on to the next stage of your life, which is toddlerhood. So like But also on the other hand of that, just like to put it into perspective, like you are comparing your child to other people's. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like even if your doctor says they're they're on track, you're totally fine, mama. Don't worry about it. You're yep. still like, well, my best friend's younger brother's cousin's baby is walking <laughs> and he's and, two weeks older than Pierce. Yep. Like But that's in my head because the doctor said everything's fine. Yeah. I felt like, especially like going into infancy, I never, ever felt that with Navy because there was no babies around me. So it was so good. Yeah. It's like the doctor said like, 
your baby's on track. And I'm like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds good because there was no other babies. And so it was, I never had a comparison game and I loved it. Yeah. It was so good. Even with Rossi, like I don't, I never like feel a comparison with her and Pierce. I think we don't because they're different genders. I think so too. And like Pierce has done things later than Rossi, like almost every time. But also but they're like six weeks. not by much. But they're six yeah. weeks apart. So like. I thought Rossi would be running by nine months. Me too. Like her and Pierce walked at the same age. The same age because she walked six weeks before Pierce. Yeah, exactly. I thought Pierce was going to take a lot longer to walk because he showed no interest in walking. And then all of a sudden now he, he runs. runs. So, but it's like, I, and I think that that's probably a good thing that we're like, oh, they're different genders. And so. And they're different kids. And they're different kids. Yeah. Like, and people will laugh. I actually get messages often like. My baby's a potato like Pierce, which he's not a potato anymore, guys. Oh he's a tornado. Potato his, turned a tornado. First of all, his head is as big as a potato. His head is freaking huge. <laughs> his head is a big old potato. Dude, his head is freaking huge. He hates his head. He is everything. Mr. Potato Head. Mr. He is literally Mr. Potato I'm circling that. Please do. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head Pierce. No, but I think that it's funny because when we used to say that, people would be like, my kid's like that. Or like, my kid's a firecracker and like crazy like yes. Rossi. And so it was like fun because we would always be like, we would laugh about like either How what they're different. not doing or yes. what they are doing. And I felt that, that that's really good, especially because we are so close and our kids are so yes. close that I truly haven't felt like a bad comparison game, which I'm so grateful me for. Me too. I am glad Payson and Navy are a little bit farther apart. Oh, me too. Like that, I think that worked out really well. It did. Just because they are such best friends. Yes. That it, like it's hard to not compare them together. Yep. But like, we're like, oh, they're 18 months apart. Of course, they're going to be doing things different. Like, yeah. of course they are. Exactly. But the comparison's still there with, like, every age. Like, I'll even yep. ask you, like, well, did Navy do this at three? Like, yeah. I ask you that kind of stuff all the time. Yep. And it's not so much, like, I'm trying to compare Payson more as, like, I'm trying to figure out what to do with her. Like, yeah, you want to be like, okay, if they did that at three, like, other kids did that at three, so it's normal. Ex- and it's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. So you guys know, Kenzie and I were literally just talking about how important therapy is and how we are huge advocates for mental health and always making sure that you're showing up for yourself. We've talked about our personal mental health journeys literally on this episode and seeking therapy when life feels heavy and you feel like you need someone to talk you through it. BetterHelp Online Therapy can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. And because I've started therapy this week and I truly feel like it's the best thing I've done for myself in a very, very long time. And I had so many people reaching out asking me how I even found a good therapist that I like matched with. Literally though. We've talked about how sometimes in therapy, it can take a few therapists until you find the right fit for your needs. BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change your therapist if needed. And we also all know that being a mom is so hard and even harder when you're trying to schedule time away from your kiddos. With BetterHelp, you can schedule times that work for you and choose whether to have your camera on or off, which is so nice if you're looking like a mom that day. (laughs) Plus, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline therapy and there's even financial aid available. And they even gave us a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash codependent. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash codependent. We also wanted to talk to you about all things kids vitamins because honestly, getting your kids to take vitamins is the worst thing ever, but not with Haya. And you guys have probably seen us talking about this on our Instagrams a ton because we've both used Haya for months now. When I say Payson is obsessed with Haya, (laughs) I am actually not joking because they send you a 
bottle to decorate with stickers that come in your first order. I had to hide the bottle from her because it's part of our bedtime routine to take our vitamin, brush our teeth, and then go to bed. She wants to take the vitamin bottle to bed with her. Like she's obsessed with the stickers. She's obsessed with it. It is her favorite thing ever, but I do have to hide it from her. And one of the reasons that we love Haya so much is because the ingredients in them are so much better than other uh, children's vitamins that we've seen. A ton of them, if you read the ingredients, are packed with a lot of sugar and also a bunch of other ingredients that shouldn't even be in a vitamin. Yeah. Haya was the number one recommended vitamin um, I asked on my Instagram stories once, and it was super recommended. Um, These ones have 12 organic fruits and vegetables, as well as 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They help support immunity, energy, brain function, concentration, teeth, bones, and so much more. So much more. So much more. I love that they come straight to your door with eco-friendly refills every single month. We worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to hayahealth.com slash codependent. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash codependent and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Jumping right back into toddlerhood here, you guys. I feel like toddlerhood is a little less of that achievement. I agree. Because I feel like from three to five, there's like a little bit break in like, not their development. They're developing a lot, obviously. But like, but it's like personality, which you can't really test. say that that's like achieving. Because yes. personalities are different. Absolutely. And like, that's when like Payson just started school. She's three. So like now she's learning to the ABCs, to write her name, like her letters, all those things. So I feel like that's like kind of what they're achieving at this age, but there's not as much competitiveness, I feel like, at this age no. for some reason. I totally agree. I think that, I mean, I think we nailed it. I think it's just their personalities are growing and developing and and they're necessarily like milestones that you're reaching from zero to, to one are, are like they've reached Significant, them all. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like the little things in school. But then going into like elementary yes. age, I think that's things start to kind of ramp back up again with like, what are you achieving? How are you doing it? Like, I remember my own personal self being in elementary school and I was in multiple spelling bees and it was like the coolest thing ever that I could do that. And I felt like I was achieving, but I like remember vividly losing a spelling bee because I won a lot of spelling bees, but I also lost a spelling bee and I'll never forget the word I lost on freaking the word government didn't put the N in it. Jamie. I know. You know better. And anyway, I remember feeling literally crushed. The fact that I like didn't achieve. Yeah, Yeah. I I completely failed what, and it was like my last spelling bee of elementary school. And so it was like, I don't know, that sucked. I felt so crushed and I'll never forget that feeling being on stage and then being like incorrect. And I'm like, like (laughs) mouth dropped to the ground. What is happening? I did not just misspell the word government. And so anyway, that feeling is definitely there. Do you feel like that feeling is innate or do you think your parents kind of push that feeling onto you? No, I think it was innate. I didn't, my parents weren't even there at the spelling bee. (laughs) Like I didn't have parents that were involved. And so it really was just like on me that I really cared about it. And so I think that the fear of failure is like very strong in like your personality and who you are. Cause I can even see it in Navy. Like she gets scared to try things and I'm like, no Navy, like I'm not going to let you, I'm going to like teach you that you're brave. And we literally every night, I'm like, what are you? What are you? What are you? Like the more that she tells herself that, the more she's going to believe it. No, I completely agree. And so I, at least for me, it was very innate and I can see it in Navy who I've never been like, don't do that. That's scary. I've always been like, do it, try it. Like 
but it's in her personality. That's just who she is. No, completely. I mean, I remember when I was in elementary school too, and my parents really pushed me to try out for like the, it was like the math. Mathletes, kind of? Like kind of. I can't remember for some reason what it's called, but you have to test into this class. And Mm -hmm. so they pull you from your regular math class and take you into this math class instead. So you have to like test into it. Yep. Basically, you're too smart for basic math. Yep. That was like the gist of it. Yes. And I remember like kindergarten, first, second, third came very natural to me. Yep. I tested in the class very easily. You got that five plus five girl. Uh, literally, I knew that it. Five times five. <laughs> I wish my, my, what is it called? Your times tables? My times tables. Like I was rattling. Oh, I was, I was rattling those. Oh, I could destroy a freaking timetable. Oh, any day. I'm so excited for Payson to start doing timetables because then I can do them for her and I can be like, like I'm so freaking go. smart. <laughs> but I remember I hit like fourth and fifth grade and I wasn't smart anymore. <laughs> Somehow those timetables were gone. And I did not want to be in that class. Like I literally did not want to do it. I remember the kids that were in it. I didn't fit in. I felt so dumb every time I was there. Like I didn't want to do it. That was like the break of the nerds versus like the kids that were like cool but still kind of smart you're like I don't want to be with the nerds (laughs) I didn't even yeah and my parents really wanted me to be in that class plot twist guys the nerds are the rich ones now (laughs) I wish I was a nerd (laughs) literally wish I was a nerd so bad but I remember mom really really wanting me in this class like like really and I just didn't think I fit in I didn't feel like I was good enough and I took the test and I failed it I didn't pass the test, but you were allowed to have one makeup. And I did not want to do the makeup. Like I You're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And mom was like, you should do it. You should do it. Like really pushing me to do it. So I had to go off campus and take this test at a different elementary school. And I failed again. And I remember being like so disappointed because like I didn't even really want to be in this class, but mom really wanted me in this class. Caitlin and Kendall weren't in it. Mom was so proud of me for being in it. And I You like wanted to please your parents by achieving something huge but it wasn't even what you wanted exactly I couldn't care less like literally I didn't want to do it and so just like that small time I mean what was I like nine ten years old and I felt it those are both like good examples of like feeling it innately but then also feeling pressure from outside sources yeah I like wanted to be smart enough like trust me like yes everyone wants to be smart like, Everyone wants to be smarter than they are yeah, in something or in, with something or li- whatever. Literally. And then we get into like a little bit more of like an adolescent age of like preteen, teen years. And like uh, for me personally, at least like I feel like sports really came into the play. Oh, yeah. Sports are like I think that's probably besides like your education. And like we talked about, like obviously when you get into high school, it's being in like AP classes. Oh, yeah. I tested out of that one of those too. Like that was you felt like so cool. And then I remember being in AP classes and being like, this is horrible. Like, I actually hate these. Like, I loved AP English because I love English. That that's was what like, I did not test into. <laughs> that was the one I loved. But like, I remember my math teacher pushing me to be in uh, pre-calc. And Ugh. do you remember that? Yeah. And I was, she was like, you can do it. Like, you're really good at math. I am like good at math, but it takes a lot of work for me. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Absolutely. English is very natural. I'm just good at it naturally. But math, I could be good at it, but I took a lot of time. Yes. And she convinced me. She's like, you need to do it. Like, please do it. You're so good at it. And I went in it and I was lost. First week, I was completely lost. I remember and this. I was just like, dude, I don't want to do this. Like, I it's felt, my senior year. I felt like, confident because she was confident in me. Which is nice. Which was nice. But I was like, no. And I'm so glad I didn't because then I took college algebra 
still a good math class, still a higher math class than like your normal math. And counted towards And I got college credit for it. So I'm so glad I did that. But and we're in the same math class. It's crazy that we're like all these experiences of feeling this like achievement culture being like pushed on you is coming back. And like it starts at a really young age. I was in um, my business class and I loved my business class. Like, yes. It was my favorite class I ever did. And my teacher did not want me to do public speaking. She literally was like, you're not doing it. And I was like, no, I like really want to do it. Like I'm very Why good. didn't she want you to? Because she had another another student. She wanted to do oh. it. And I told her over and over and over again that like, I'm really good at public speaking. I'm really interested in public speaking. I really want to do public speaking. Look at me now, idiot. Look at me now. <laughs> um, no, but I, I had to push her to let me do it. I ended up ranking second in the state with like thousands go. of other kids. And I did so good. And I was so proud of myself in that moment. Like, and that was I, something you wanted to achieve. I wanted to achieve. And yeah. I feel like it's very different when you feel something from yourself and like the push to do something and the po- the motivating factor for you is yourself and like not, not society and not the world and not your parents and not your friends. Not it's, your boyfriends, not the yeah, what the clique is doing. Yes, it's your internal like desire to achieve. There was zero friends in my business class. Zero. Yeah. Literally n- negative people were in my business class. Yeah. But it's something I love to do. Yeah. I made it a priority. I missed. And a, you made friends. I made friends. Yeah. I missed three days of cheer so I could go to state for business. Yeah. Like it was like a passion of mine and yeah. I loved it and I was so excited to do it and it went better because I wanted to do it. Yep. And I feel like achievement culture is more leaning towards other people wanting you to do something and that's or where, the negative aspect of yeah, it yeah that's where I feel like achievement slash goals is like your own personal desires like you feel the desire to achieve and to achieve that you have to create goals to do it I love that and so that's when it's like definitely a positive is yes. when it's like you are creating these goals because you definitely want to achieve it in your yes. life and yeah like we said it's different but I wanted to talk like relationships because I know that seems weird but I remember feeling it in high school, especially like, who were you dating? Like, what was the achievement that you made? Like, how long are you dating your boyfriend? And like, what sport is your boyfriend playing? Yeah. And like, how smart is your boyfriend? And what, what dates is he taking I was going to say, what do you guys do? Yeah. It's like, I feel like achievement and competitiveness like go really hand in hand. That's like the negative. That's the negative. Yeah. And the positive is like achieving your goals and like yes. becoming what you want a better to become. version of you. Exactly. But I feel like that gets very, very lost sometimes in yeah. competitiveness. I remember like looking at the people in the couple grades above us because there was like a solid few people in the grades above us that dated like a year or two in high school and like ended up getting married. Like a literal high school sweethearts. High school. Yeah. And that's like such a rom-com thing it in high is. school, but you're like, I am going to be one of those that is like a high school sweetheart. Like I am going to do it. Marry the boy I'm dating in high school. Yep. Thank the freaking heavens. I did not marry. Are you kidding? A guy I dated from high school. There's not a single guy I would want to marry from high school. No. No. Negative. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ending the podcast. Ending the podcast. No. Literally never. Like it's Mm -hmm. embarrassing to think that that was like such a goal. Yeah. And that was like the achievement of a lifetime was being high school sweethearts oh yeah and being like 
we're, we've been dating for over a year. We dated all of high school. We are prom king and queen. Yeah. No, seriously. Even that, you're like, even like valedictorian. I didn't even know what that was. I literally Did didn't. you want to do that? No. I didn't know. I, I was like, I was probably last on that list. Oh, I was minus. They didn't even have my name on the list. I shouldn't have even graduated. <laughs> I'm dead. No, but no, no, no. But no. to that person. It's everything. Was it everything? For them to be like, I was valedictorian. Like, I didn't even know what valedictorians did. Do they do anything? Did, what do they do? They give a speech at graduation. Like, cool. I'm trying to get out of here. I like, don't... I'm trying to go to the grad party. <laughs> I'm trying to go to the grad party. I'm trying to not talk to you guys ever again. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to finish out my, like, senior last summer. Okay. Do you know what the biggest out. achievement was? What? What was it called? Um, oh, my gosh. Like, senior senior things like most likely to be famous most most like funniest person in the grade Do you know yes. what are those called senior superbly too oh senior senior something it's called senior something superbly's i think that's what it is senior somethings senior somethings but like you know in the yearbook you i like, know yeah you like vote for like who is most likely to be president yeah kind of thing yes oh my gosh the biggest deal in the world because if you made that you are going to achieve things in life yeah, because that, that determined your life, which is so funny because, sorry, PHS <laughs> class of 2015, but every single person that got chosen in there was because they had friends that were in student council. Uh, uh-huh. Wasn't because they were like something cool. But it was the biggest deal to us. Oh, it was the biggest deal. And so that achievement It was like, was oh, well, everything. I get chosen for something. Like, does somebody like really view me? Like, do they think I'm funny? Do they think I'm going to be famous? Like I am going to be famous. We did not get voted most likely to have a podcast. So <laughs> we didn't get voted for anything. Nothing. Not a thing. Nothing. So we failed. We have failed. But life. no, but isn't that funny though? Those achievements are like still following you. No, literally. And then you go to college. So college is weird because you either go to college or you don't. Yeah, but then that's an own achievement in itself. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like, are you choosing college? Or are you choosing to like not do college? To work at a gas station. That, that's and not that that's what it is, guys. Like, we're not saying no, that, no, no. But, but that's what it. The stereotype. That's, is. that's the stereotype. Like, you're going to work at like a fast food or, or a gas station if you don't or go to college. You're going to go to college, and like, if you didn't go to college, you're not going to be. Successful. You're not going to be successful at anything, which. Is so crazy. And I think that like society is moving a little bit away from that. I think it definitely is. I think that there's a happy medium because I hear people bash on college. Like it's stupid. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. Like you don't need to go to college, which I disagree with. I don't think that college is for everybody. hundred percent. I do not believe that. Same. But I do think that having a college degree for specific degrees is extremely important. I also think you learn so much at college that's going to carry on into your everyday life. Not even the education like about you and who you are and like pushing yourself. You learn hard work. Like I was talking to dad one time and I'm like, does it like bug you if people like apply that aren't college graduates? He's like, no, but even being a college graduate and getting your degree in something shows that you persevered for something for four years of your life. Yeah. That you had assignments in on time. So you're timely. You learned how to time management. You learned yep. how to organize your class schedule. You learned how to pay your tuition. You learned these different skills that weren't necessarily psychology or social work. It was just everyday life skills that make, like, that, that co- help you. That, yeah, they go into your adult life. So I don't think it's necessary to go to college, but. Also, DJ and Justin can't be lawyers and physical therapists without a college degree. They have to. They have to. Completely. Like, so 
I get going to college versus not going to college, but I do think in the moment, if you weren't going to college in high school, like that wasn't your goal, it automatically was like, you're going to work at a gas station yeah, or fries or yeah. Walmart or something like that. Which is crazy. Yeah. And but- and I think that there's also like an even like different sense of achievement culture, depending on the town you live in and how big it is. Or the parents. The parents that you have. Yeah. yeah. Like it's funny because some of the like, quote like richest like kids and stuff yeah. in our class that we would be like oh they're like gonna like succeed and like have so much stuff in their life they're like they seriously didn't and it's not not that it's sad but like some of them went to rehab yeah. and like they did a lot of them didn't even go to college so it's it's like crazy to like that we put that on them because like their dad achieved a lot in his life quote unquote for like being and a doctor. And so then they have to achieve it as well. Yes. So much of achievement culture, I feel like is from your family. I agree. Like yeah. so much of it. Yeah. And if you don't feel it from your family, you're feeling it from society. Absolutely. It's like telling you and feeding you how important it is to like keep achieving. And so you graduate college. You think like, I mean, in high school for me, I'm like, okay. Graduate, Once you graduate college, you have made it. You've made it. You're, you're you rich. You all of a sudden have, you're rich. You're married. You've made it. You you're hot. Are, <laughs> Like I'm crying because it's so true. You're the hottest. You're married. You like you look are at people rich. when you're in high school. I looked at like college graduates and I'm like, everything I want to be. You're professional. You wear a blazer. You have a book bag. Like you have a hot boyfriend. You, the hottest like, boyfriend. Fiance. You're gonna plan your wedding. You have like a small dog. <laughs> yes. You have like the cutest car. Like everything. You have everything in life that you need to like successful yeah and so automatically that's just like where your mind goes yeah you, like but, but then, then you graduate high school and I'm like oh you graduate college. <laughs> college I mean not high school yeah you graduate college and you're like wait what what, what am I gonna do now what do I do where do I go get a job like oh but now I need experience to even get a job and I have no experience like there's so many things that happen after that that like vision of what we had is not not there not true especially for us like we graduated college with a kid a husband Luckily, we like didn't have debt from col- from Let college, but goodness. a lot of people do yeah. have debt from undergraduate college. And so it's like, I don't know, our life was never what we thought it would be. Exactly. But I still felt the need to achieve something. Yeah. And I remember sitting in our roach infested apartment when we had Payson. Like you guys literally, we woke up and there was a roach in her bed. Like it was, that I, was, that was the day we called the landlord and we said we needed out of our lease because disgusting. But I remember oh. sitting in that and like dj was working like full time he was just like a physical therapy like uh tech tech because he was waiting to get into pt school and it was like our like lol literally making like 12 dollars an hour like it was literally 12 i think it was like 12.50 like it was nothing and i sat get you by barely and i sat at my computer in payson's like room on her rocking chair and i was like googling jobs i could do as a mom because being a mom wasn't good enough. I had to start providing for my family. Yep. Like I had a six week old baby and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And not because DJ wasn't making enough to like make ends meet, but just because I had this internal struggle of like, I need to be more than I am. Yep. And because that is maybe a pressure I felt my whole life. Maybe it was society making me feel that way. I definitely felt pressure because I had classmates that were like getting their masters in psych or like got a job in psych right after college or like knew what they were doing. And I remember sitting in my classes, listening to these people be like, oh, I'm already applied to my master's. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm nine months pregnant. So like nothing. So like nothing. I'm having a baby. Like, but I remember feeling like I, 
like having a baby was not an achievement. I needed to go get my master's degree or I needed to have a job in psychology or all these other things. And it was that along with like my whole life, you just picture graduating college and like being wealthy. Like that, that's not the reality. That's not the reality. It's you actually graduate. the brokest I've been. Yeah, literally. Because you stop living been. off your financial aid. Yeah, you have you have literally no money. Yep. But you have to provide for yourself at this point. Like you're not living in student dorms that are like two hundred dollars a month. Like you're living in like an apartment that like costs a lot of money. Yeah. And I, just, and I can't imagine going to a college, and living somewhere that wasn't so cheap like Idaho was because we're very fortunate that we didn't have the debt and stuff. But also, like I can't imagine graduating and being like. Oh, great. Now what? Now what? Or like if your parents paid for your college, like now are you cut off? Like what does that mean for you? What does that mean? Absolutely. I don't know. Like there's so many what ifs. I have like a friend that is um, in like a doctor program and I am like so confused. I'm like, I don't understand. You're going into like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt and she's like getting new like designer bags every week. She's living in a high rise apartment. Like goals. I, but I'm like, how? Like, literally, how are you doing this? Like, it has to be from your parents. No, like, literally. Or you're taking out lots of loans. Or you're taking out lots of loans, which I'm like, honestly, live your best life. Like, girl, oh, you, do you do you. Like, you look amazing. You look like every night she's, like, going out to these, like, fun, fancy restaurants. Like, so cool. So awesome. But I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, we're in grad school. And luckily, I'm, like, so grateful for where we're at now. But when Justin first started grad school, like, that was, I was a mom. That was all I was. Same. I was a mom at home. Yeah. We were living off of student loans. And Did like, you feel the pressure to do more? Yeah, but I was kind of trapped because I couldn't in Canada. Oh, you were in Canada. You couldn't work. I was in Canada. And so I, I literally couldn't. I couldn't yeah. do anything. I I felt like I needed to do something. And so I started teaching English online. I'd oh, wake I up at that. 4 a.m. I'd teach some lessons. That was like such a thing to do. Yeah, it was such a thing to do. But it felt like, okay... I like am doing something for our family. I felt like I wasn't doing enough by just like take bringing, like literally raising a child. Nope. Which is crazy that that is, you're doing so much, like you're achieving so much. You're literally bringing a human into this world. I know. And I think back on like when Payson was six weeks old and I'm sitting there with a laptop trying to find a job. Like what can I do with a mom at home? That's literally what I was doing. At home work. But like I was doing so much. No, and I get so many messages that will be like, can you tell me like what your remote job was? Like I need to do something as a mom. Like, and so I do feel like it's a very innate desire to, to feel like you're not doing enough as a mom. But for sure, you definitely are. You, I promise you, you are. But going off of that, just we found this career path into social media, which has been amazing. I love my career. I love my job. But I will say in this industry especially, there's always more to achieve, yeah. which makes it very hard. Like, because I feel like at other jobs, like, you can get up to like as far as you can. You can be a manager. You can be a CEO. So you can be CEO. I remember like this randomly. I thought about this, but even in elementary school, we went to this like little thing. I don't know if your elementary school did this. It was called BizTown. I know. And it was, they created like a tiny, it was in fifth grade. So it was like, you're almost in middle school. So you're like super Oh, you're like so old. You're so old. No, but they like bust us down to Phoenix. It's in Phoenix. It's called BizTown. And you could like you had to apply for a job, like literally in fifth grade, you had to apply for a cute, job. That's so cute. And I applied for the CEO position at like a flight company. Cute. So, and I got it, but it was like really hard to get the CEO position. And I remember like them telling me that they wanted me to be CFO. And I was like, no, like that's not good enough, which is so crazy. I was literally in fifth grade You're and I didn't know what anything meant, but it was like, you want to be at the top <laughs> of the top. Yeah. And so... I don't know. Anyway, I just thought about that because it's like, yeah, 
even when you're an adult and you're working in a business, you're like, okay, I'm going to like work my way up in the company, which I mean, a lot of times you have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's just is what it is. Yeah. But, but with, with influencing, yeah, social media, there's always somebody that has more followers than you. There's always going to be something better. I remember hitting 10,000 followers and like being like, okay, I made it. That was like, that was my goal. (laughs) Yeah. I did it. I did it. Yay. Yay. I'm done. But then like your mindset switches and it's like, now I need to hit 20. Now I hit 20. 30, 40, 50, 50, 60, 70. Like it keeps on going and going and going because there's always someone better. All, there's always someone and better. And sometimes it's not even the somebody. It's like the idea. Own, the idea of like your own self. Like I'm going to be satisfied at this point. Absolutely. I'm going to be satisfied no, yeah, at it's this not, point. Yeah. It's not so much like a, I want to have 150,000 followers, but like, or like I want to be somebody else. I want to be Krista Horton. Yes. It's like, no, you just want a number. Like yeah. you'll feel satisfied as a number. But what I've learned throughout working in social media is that there's always going to be another number or not even another number, but there's going to be another platform. Yep. So like now my mindset is not as much on Instagram as it used to be, but now I'm like, okay, TikTok, what can I do on TikTok? How can I go on TikTok? What can I do on the podcast? I can do something more on the podcast. We can have more downloads. What can I do for the podcast? How can I be doing more, being more, achieving more? Yep. And I feel like there's always some way to be more than you are. And that I feel like that in our culture is very, very hard because it makes you feel like you're not enough. And that is like a really big issue. And why a lot of people our age are like struggling with comparison and, and anxiety and depression too. Absolutely. It can go definitely hand in hand. Like feeling anxious that you're not doing enough or feeling anxious for, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of reasons. And same with depression, like not feeling good enough because you're comparing yourself to the next person and like you're not achieving what you feel like you could be because the next person is is achieving that. And now I feel like it's not coming from my parents. It's coming internally. Yeah. Like I was talking to dad. Here's my dad comment. I was talking to my dad and he was talking to me about just like Instagram. My dad's adorable. He's like trying to understand like my job, which <laughs> is so cute. He's like not social media at all. But he was like, he's like, so like what's the end game? Like what are you working towards? And I was like, honestly, like, I just want to continue to keep growing. And like, every time I grow, I can like up my rates and then I can hopefully get seen by more brands and work with more people and do this and that. And he was like, when does it stop? Like, when do you like stop trying to like be more than you are? And I was just like, never. And so that's exactly what I told him. And I was like, I feel like I need to have more and I need not even have more, but I need to do more and I need to like all this stuff. And he was like, I remember my goals at, he's like, when I hit 30 years old, I wanted to make, I don't remember the amount he said, but he said some amount. He's like, I want to make $100,000, $60,000, whatever he said. I don't remember. But he said, I want to be making this amount of money and I want to buy a house. He's like, by 30, those were my goals. Like, what are your goals by 30? And I was like, I haven't really thought about it. Like, Like that seems far away. Like I'm, my goals are for the next six months. Same. And like, maybe a year and he was like you need to look at yourself because he was like you've already made it so far he's like like why can't we be like not even content but just like I don't know like celebrate the achievement and it's like I'm like sad that we have just now announced the podcast achievement same like why did it take us that long it's because we feel inadequate we feel like we shouldn't yes nobody should like our podcast like our podcast isn't good enough we should have like five listeners yeah. and we're not good enough to be signed by iHeartRadio. No, literally. Like, and that's what I was telling dad. I'm like, I mean, I bought a house. Yeah. Like I bought a house on my income. Yeah. DJ has nothing. He literally has nothing. He drug, Dead weight. He drug us down in the house buying process actually. And like, 
I bought our house and I make our sole income. And like my dad's like, I wasn't even making what you were making at your age. Like yep. you're doing amazing. And like it took me back and I was like, wow, like first of all, it feels really good to hear that somebody's proud of me. Like yes. that feeling of like him being like, you're doing good, sweetie. Yep. Like that was everything. And yes. he's like, you need to look at the bigger picture. Like look at what you've done. Look what you've done for your family. Like look and, back and be proud of like where you've come. Exactly. Instead of looking forward, like almost reflect back on like the hard work that you've put into your life. Yeah. And like, and I, I think that like applying it to motherhood too, is that's like what I was going to, yeah. Looking back and seeing like, wow, I have raised like an amazing child that, that like has done this and, and like, or I have gone through postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, like I've gone through these things, even if you haven't, but like whatever you've like done as a mom, I think it's, that's also equally important to go back and reflect and be like, I've achieved this and this and this as a mom. 100%. And I'm so proud of myself. I was going to say like every time Payson like, or Pierce like learn something, I'm like, I taught them how to do that. Yeah. I'm the one that's home. Yep. I taught them like how to do these things. Yeah. Like that's on me. And like, it's the best feeling in the world. I yep. would take that feeling over buying a house, over having a brand deal, like watching my kids learn how to do things like that is what life is about. No, it's so true. I was in the kitchen the other day doing dishes and I, Rossi was like getting upset. And so I turned off the water to listen for a second and Navy was in the living room with Rossi and she was like, Rossi, what's wrong? Sit down. Like, and she helped Rossi. She got Rossi exactly what she needed. And she like sat next to her and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I have like raised Navy to love so deep and to like care and to listen and to listen and to be attentive of like her surroundings and hopefully her friends and her cousins and her sister like all of these things I'm like I have done that and I'm like so proud that Navy has like such a big heart and like that is because of you as a mom but we we like instead of saying like give credit to yourself for like your children you're like oh well like maybe she learned that from her dad or maybe she just like did it. Maybe that's just her. Maybe it's just her. Which like, yeah, some of, of, some course. of it is just them. But at the same time, it's like, be proud that like, that's yours. Absolutely. And that, like, you did that. Just like, we should be proud of every step of our achievements of iHeartRadio, like signing with an agency, like those little things, like they all add up at the Starting end of the day. Starting a company to like running two businesses yeah. while we have kids. And it's so much and we are like stretched so thin but I also wouldn't have it any other way. And I think like we were talking about from before is the motivating factors behind the things that you're doing yep. is the most important thing to look at because we've talked about this on Instagram before. Like I have a lot of people that will DM me and be like, how do I get to be an influencer? How do I get to do what you're doing? How do I get to make money? It'd be a great stay at home job, like all of those things. But it also needs to come from a place of want and of desire and not like- just like I want to be making money like a big influencer and get free stuff. Like that's, and that's not, it looks like so, which like obviously it's so fun and it's so awesome, but like it's not as easy as like people make it out to be of like, oh, you post pictures and you just like get paid. It's like, no, that's not how it is. Exactly. But I think that even, I mean, even with us, which I think we kind of have a little bit different of a view, but we kind of wanted to talk, like touch on people that are famous. Yes. The fact that even now, like nowadays being famous isn't enough. Like it's not enough. The actual biggest it girl right now started a skincare because you guys famous, better know who that it girl is she literally. is the icon she is everything, everything to our society right her. now the one and only Haley Bieber Haley Bieber she's everything 
But the chrome nails, like what? Oh, I could. I wish I could be Hailey Bieber. I would be Hailey Bieber in a heartbeat if I could. Girl crush, Hailey Bieber. Yeah, but it's like also boy crush, Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. But why does who she... was Hailey Bieber before she married Justin? I'm sorry, never heard of her. I did. She was a supermodel. Yeah, but like barely. No, she was pretty good. The Baldwins are like. Yeah, but like she wasn't that famous. I mean, no, she's definitely got a glow up since Justin for sure. I mean, okay, she's super well, She's gorgeous. Like there's no doubt about that. She achieved stuff in her life, but like. But she's more famous now because she's. She's way more famous. Like absolutely. she is the icon girl because how could Justin Bieber, our icon, like. Male. Like teen crush, not be married to the it girl. Of course he had to be. I mean, I still really love Selena Gomez. So like it's kind of hard for me. Me too. Me too. I'm like, still a little salty. But. I really. But I've come to like be obsessed with Hailey Bieber. Same. I've but jumped right on the bandwagon. She is so famous. But even though she's so famous, she still felt the need to start a line. Like yes. think about the celebrities that are doing that. The Kardashians. They are not just famous celebrities anymore, but they also are like moguls. They're literally business. They're huge business, business women now. Rihanna. She's like not a singer anymore. No. Now she when, has. When was her last album? No, Tell me right 2001? now. 2001. 2016. <laughs> literally. No, literally. But she's so famous for other things now. Yep. Businesses that she started. Hi, Amber Filler up. Yeah. She started as an influencer. Wasn't good enough for her. Yeah. So she opened Barefoot Blonde Hair, which succeeded expectations. And then now Day, that's literally in Sephora. Like it's not good enough now to just like be an influencer. And, and I was laughing the other day. Amber Phillip actually posted that she was like, my small business. Oh I'm gosh. like, honey, you're in Sephora. You're not a small business. I'm dead because it's so true. Like how? But like to her, that's a small business. Like I, my mind. I can't get it. Does not comprehend I'm that. dead. But like even our goals, which that's what I was trying to say. Like our goals are a tiny bit different because our end goal isn't like being an influencer forever and ever and ever and like sharing my kids when I'm 65. Like, obviously not. Obvious. But like... I do hope to have the podcast when I'm 65. Oh, we, we've told you guys we will be in the nursing home with this podcast. Absolutely. You better freaking believe it. And you better listen. The, the quality will probably be just how it is now, which hopefully is great. But but by then, it's not going to be good. Dude, the content's going to be great. <laughs> the content will be everything. We will tell our weekly stories at the nursing home. Yeah. We, weekly recap. Our, our weekly recap. They got new jello. <laughs> The green's my favorite. Why do we turn British when we're 65? <laughs> we're British when we're 65, you guys. <laughs> okay. Anyways. No, but for us, I felt like our end goal was to create something that we were super passionate about, which, duh, the podcast. And Adobe Lane. And then, of course, Adobe Lane, which is like a different type of passion. Absolutely. It's like a, Yeah. Yeah, you guys all know. Yeah, you get you get it. You get it. You, you know. Get it. You'll get it. In <laughs> you, know, you, know. <laughs> you know. You know. No, but I feel like a big... Oh, I was... Okay, sorry. Back up. Hi. Hello. Back up. I was going to say this earlier, but then I got distracted. Men versus women. Do you feel like achievement theory is different for men than it is for women? Oh, a million percent. Justin and I have talked about it so much because he has like always felt such an innate desire and maybe some of it came from like his home life like the way he grew up very very traditional I don't know but like we've always talked about how he feels this like huge desire to like he needs to work and I should like be at home and not because he wants me to be at home or like not achieve anything but because like that was always what was in his head like I will provide I'll be the sole provider like I'll yes. do it all I'll achieve it all because that's my role here on earth is just to like be my provider be a provider for my family yes and I feel like our marriage has like changed in a good way but the fact that like 
I am providing solely and like we have really big goals and big dreams for what we're doing the podcast very big dreams and our company and like Instagram and TikTok and like all of these things we have such big goals and dreams of that that he's kind of taken a backseat yeah and he's been like okay like this is actually really really awesome to see you love and be passionate about love and to like achieve all of these things that like you want to achieve again and so he want that you want to achieve and so he's like kind of shifted his mindset of like what do I like want to achieve? Maybe it's not just going and providing for my family and like coming home. Like if you want to be the provider, that's great. Maybe he'll achieve something that he really wants to do. He loves the stock market. He's, yeah. He gets up every morning. He goes and learns about the stock market because he loves it. And like maybe that's something he wants to achieve for himself rather than like for, for our family. family, which is really cool. I feel like, I it's don't know. A big so going, shift. Yeah. Going back to the man versus woman, I think that it depends on the roles you play in your family. Yeah. What do you think? No, I, I think you hit it on the head, yeah. honestly. I think that men are definitely more programmed from a young age to like, how are you going to provide for your family? What are you going to do? That's like the, where their achievement is like your education and then you're providing. Yes. And that's like kind of it. Yeah. But it's Not, like, and they don't really even get like a chance to decide like, is this really what I want to do? And that's what I've loved about what we've done is because like genuinely everything that I'm doing, I love doing and I have a big passion about. And I'm so glad I didn't just go and like find some job that I didn't love that I just had to get up and do. Like I actually went out and seeked something that I loved and I was passionate about. I do feel like really strong in the achievement like theory right now, like with so many different businesses going on because there is such a, there's a risk, a high risk of failure. And that's like really, really scary. It's, it's so terrifying. And we talked about that with our Enneagrams. Like, yeah, it's like scary. And it makes me like, Ooh, like, are it makes sure? you almost not want to do it because yeah. you're scared. I'm so scared of failure. Of failing. Yeah. Just like we didn't even want to put out tickets to our live event because we were scared of failure. Yeah. And we didn't. We seriously, back and forth, both of us were like, and I feel like one of us would be like trying to talk to the other one like, okay, we'll sell this many. And then we'd be like going back and forth. We like, literally went back and forth. We're like trying to like bull pipe each other up when both of us internally are like, we're not selling any. But we really wanted to. But we wanted to so bad. And like, I think everything comes down to like what you want to do. And not to feel pressured by like what society wants you to do. And the confidence that you portray. Oh, we're back to confidence. We're always, always back to the confidence, you guys, because Kenzie and I are manifesting into ourselves to be more confident with what we're doing and who we are and, and the projects we're working on, because it's really easy to get like, that business is doing better than me. That one went faster than mine did. Like there's a podcast bigger, like whatever. We've talked about it over and over and over, but it's very easy to get caught up in that. And I feel like you and I have to just like remind ourselves that we're okay. Ride the the wave. Yeah. Ride the wave that we're on and be confident in what we're doing because our confidence is going to show in our businesses. Oh, I completely agree with that. And that's like, I think number one. And I feel like that's with anything too, like within motherhood, even like if you're skeptical about what you're doing in motherhood or someone's making you feel like lesser of a mom, like you just need to have the confidence in yourself that you know, like, I am the best mom for my child. Yep. Like I listen it, to your gut. Listen to your gut. Like you are the best person for your family and for your kids and you don't have to do everything. Like I think that's something we definitely wanted to touch on at the very end of this episode is like you don't have to be doing everything to achieve everything. Yes, that's like the whole point of the, this podcast was to talk about achievement culture and how the pros and cons are of it but that like you don't have to run multiple businesses. You don't have to do any of these things to like be, be achieving in your life yeah just like I didn't need 
to be in mathletes, just like you didn't need to win the spelling. I didn't bee. need to win that spelling bee. And like, that will always stick with me that like failure is a part of life, but also that's, that's not a failure. I won four spelling bees. Yeah, like absolutely. I, but at the end of the day, do you think about the four that you won or do you think about the one that you failed? Depends on the day. That's a really good Depends answer, on the Jamie. day. Depends where my mind is that day. Like I lost that one spelling bee. Every time I write the word government, it's the bad day. It's I'm the day dying. that I failed. Like that day, that word, that day always. But instead of thinking that's the day I failed, you could say that's the day I learned how to spell government. Exactly. I will never spell that word wrong again. Like that's the day that you learned something. Yeah. And that you were given the opportunity to learn and grow and like be better yeah like for yourself and not for other people and even like going back into like being in therapy and like looking back and being like whoa like even something that was so negative like I achieved and I grew in my own self and like who I was from these experiences that can be bad yeah and that are bad a lot of times absolutely but you can I don't know I think it's just like the confidence in yourself and the reflection back on like what you have done that, that makes you realize how much you truly have achieved. Yeah. Not like necessarily what you're doing in this moment right now. And let yourself celebrate every single little win that you have. Yeah. And don't let somebody else stole your light. No. Shine, baby. Shine, baby. I think that it's really important to do, to do those tiny celebrations, like the dumbest things ever. But even Justin, like he finished his summer internship and He's literally going back to the same job, but he's going back in like three weeks. And we're like, you finished the summer. Like, let's go get dinner. Like the dumbest thing. But Jamie, it was like, that is the definition of DJ. I'm not being dramatic. Like, we'll have like a good day, like a good day. Like it was just a random day. And he'll be like, we deserve to go out tonight. Like we did it. We like had such a good day or like the small things. Well, it was my birthday on Thursday. So like it's Sunday. Like we have to like go to get dessert. Like we have to. Like he is, that's, he's the king of like. Celebration. Celebration. He and celebrates I love that. every single tiny moment. Like, like tiny, exciting victory. It's not even a victory. It's like we just have a good day. We're in a good mood. Let's go. Let's go. That's deep. I love that. But it's like I think men are better at that than women. Yeah. But celebrate those like tiny victories, even if they don't have to be every day. But like celebrate those little things because I don't know, that's like what life is about. Amen. Amen. And that is it. <laughs> no, seriously. And if you have tiny victories that you want to chat with us about. Put them on. Guys, put them on the Codependent Podcast page because we want to know your victories. Just as much as you guys celebrate us, we love to celebrate you. Like the girl that had puppies, <gasps> that her, do- her dog had puppies. She had puppies. She gave birth puppies. Like, please tell us that because I was like, those are cute. Keep me updated. Makes my day. Makes me want puppies now. I want Jamie, 12 puppies. Jamie has two dogs. You don't need another dog. I don't need another dog, but they're cute. Literally. No, but tell us your tiny victories. Tell us your achievements and your like celebrations because we can all rally for each other and be proud of each other. And that is what our Find whole podcast is friends about. friends that will celebrate you. Yes. That's huge. Like. And if your spouse isn't, tell them how and why you want to be celebrated. Oh, absolutely. Because you're a mom, you're good enough to be celebrated. Absolutely. I like... Even if you're not a mom, you're good enough to be celebrated. One of my favorite things is to text my friends' achievements. Because yes. they're always just so ecstatic for me. And like even when I don't feel like it's enough or like I feel like it's a small achievement, my friends hype me up. I know. You're good at that. I'm like... I'm the opposite. I'm like, I don't want to tell anybody until like... I've done it big. I know. And it makes me so mad that you do that. I know. But I love that you do it. I have to tell everybody every small victory because I'm do. so excited about everything I do. <laughs> Which I love it because I'm like, 
most of them I do with you. So I'm like, okay, good. Like she did it. Then I don't have to feel like insecure that it was stupid. Yeah. We have like our group chats and I always am the first one that's like, we did this. And Jamie's like, we did do that. I'm like, we did it guys. (laughs) That's why you just need friends that are going to hype you up, have your back. We're those friends. We'll have your back and we'll hype you up always. We will. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Oh my gosh. That was weird. You guys do it, Jamie, do it. We'll see you guys next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.